Welcome to Everything Imaginable, the podcast for curious minds from KGRA Radio. And here is your host, Gary Cochilillo. Welcome everyone to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I'm your host, Gary Cochilillo. Today we have Wahid Hassan. He has written a book, The Struggle for World Sanity. Thank you for coming on the show today. Oh, great to be on your show, Gary. Appreciate it. So this book looks very interesting, and it looks like it covers a wide variety of topics. And it also seems uh, very appropriate for our current time that we're living in. Well, yeah, the book is titled uh, The Struggle for World Sanity. And, uh, you know, uh, you'd have to be... Uh, an ostrich with your head in the sand to not realize that uh, we do have a struggle going on for world sanity. Uh, we got chaos everywhere. We've got uh, we've got endless wars. We got political strife. We got famine. We got climate change. Uh, you name it, it's happening. And uh, the you know there doesn't seem to be um, a universal solution uh, for this problem. Um, nobody's really kind of got together and figured out what needs to be done. And that's one of the main reasons I, I wrote the book, but, you know, to, to let your listeners know that, uh, there is a solution, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and, uh, it's, it's not political, it's not even economical, uh, definitely not, uh, you know, uh, in regards to um, what the orthodox religions have, have, have shown, because there's been so much strife within religions as well that's been going on. And uh, what I wanted to show you is a fresh fresh perspective on something that hasn't really been uh, talked about openly. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, conspiracy theories in regards to... Um, uh, UFOs and people from other worlds. And so what I wanted to do uh, on this show is to enlighten your uh, listeners on exactly, first of all, why uh, mankind is in, is in the mess that we're in right now. And secondly, um, you know, today, um, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, Gary, there's a tremendous amount of fear anxiety, uh, uncertainty, and, you know, COVID-19 hasn't helped. And so we have a, we have a global pandemic and, uh, you know, people, people don't seem to have, uh, any direction. Uh, don't, don't you agree with that? <laughs> I have to agree with that. It, it, it has been a bizarre few years that is for sure and not even bizarre i mean it started out bizarre and now it's just plain tragic um the first question i would like to ask um you know why hasn't uh politics religion and economics um have they failed? Do they, do they, do they not work? Uh, the main reason they haven't worked is there hasn't been a, a unification 
there's always been division. And whenever there's division uh, between, uh, say, one race, one religion, uh, one political party, uh, you know, it's, it's just, um, it doesn't work in that way because nobody is willing to listen to the other side. Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody thinks they're right. And, uh, and this clash of ideology uh, has led to a tremendous amount of suffering, a tremendous amount of uh, hardship for people. Uh, we have right now a situation where the elite are getting richer and people are getting poorer. And, you know, the universal truth is that we're all connected. We're all one. And people need to come back to the universal truth that we are indeed, you know, w one entity uh, manifesting itself in different religions, different countries, different races. And that um, the pressure is now on for mankind to wake up because uh, certain things have, have been occurring on a, on a global scale, on a cosmic scale, which again, I want to... Um, uh, tell your listeners about and enlighten them that that now is is um, I think it's a turning point in the history of mankind and uh, it's up to it's up to us now to heed uh, these promptings uh, one of the main things that's occurring right now is we've come to the end of what was called the Piscean age and astrologically speaking, we have entered a 2000 cycle of what's called the Aquarian Age. Mm -hmm. And the Aquarian Age is demanding uh, from mankind, from everybody, um, cooperation, uh, service, um, enlightenment, and uh, dropping, you know, dropping these differences. And so um, what I want to what I want to start with is to um, is to start from the beginning. Is you know okay. why is why did we actually end end up in this way, and so it has to come back to um, uh, the teachings that were uh, that that I followed from my own uh, yogi master mm -hmm. uh, by the name of a Dr. George King. Okay. Um, now, Dr. King was um, born in England and. Um, and so he, uh, at an early age, he had, uh, you know, he had religious tendencies and then uh, World War II broke out. And then during World War II, he was a section leader for the London uh, Fire Brigade when the uh, Nazis were doing, were bombing uh, England. And so he saw a lot of uh, horrific things, uh, you know, as a young man in his 20s. And so he pondered while he was picking up, you know, pieces of dead children, like why all this suffering, what's going on, why all this war? And so uh, after the war, he, um, he, he decided to go within himself and uh, study the form of, of, of yoga, not just Hatha yoga, but he went into uh, uh, different aspects of yoga, uh, breathing exercises, mantra, contemplation, meditation, to the point where he was so um, intensified in his quest for the answers to the, uh, the problems that are facing mankind, that he would, he would do yoga practices for like eight to 10 hours a day, while still maintaining a job. He had a job at that time as a, um, as a cab driver in London. Mm -hmm. 
And so for 10 years, uh, he focused his energies on uh, gaining enlightenment, on getting to the point where he he achieved uh, certain enlightened stages of cosmic consciousness. And then it was from there that um, he was then uh, contacted uh, by um, higher beings who were not from this world, but beings actually from from uh, within the solar system. And from there, he, he started channel, channel, channeling mm -hmm. uh, messages coming from these higher beings who, again, man these, what people term as flying saucers. And um, there was a tremendous amount of um, uh, information that was, uh, that was sent through uh, him as a channel. And um, one of the main things that they, they talked about that particular time when the Cold War was going on was the um, proliferation of nuclear uh, weapons and the, um, uh, the terrible uh, explosions that were occurring, mm -hmm. not only Nagasaki and Hiroshima, but later on when they started uh, blowing up uh, much uh, larger hydrogen bombs, it, it got to the point where... Um, it was realized, uh, it, it was very interesting that when the Cold War happened and these atomic explosions started occurring, that um, um, it was then that people noticed that in the skies, more and more UFOs were seen because the higher beings in the solar system realized that first of all, you know, the, the Mother Earth is, as, you, as most indigenous people know, maybe, maybe not that many people in the Western world, but the Mother Earth was actually, she, she's a living entity that was being ki slowly killed by mankind. And, uh, and so they took, they took uh, uh, you know, grave concern on that and, and intervened on behalf of mankind. So one thing that, that my master, Dr. George King, uh, was able to do, um, you know, it's interesting that that he was a, a, a yogi master from the West. And I find it interesting, Gary, that people uh, from, from the West go to, go to the Himalayas or India to look for a, a Western master of yoga and, and uh, right in their faces, well, I'm, I'm sorry, looking for like a yogi master from the Himalayas and, and yet right, right in, in front of them was one of the great, what I believe was one of the greatest masters, yogi masters that ever walked mm -hmm. on the face of this earth. That's interesting. Um, so, so I was just looking him up while you were telling me this, you know, his little bit about him. It looked like he became a channel for um, Venetians uh, with Venus. Yeah, the first contact that he actually had was from uh, um, a master uh, known as Aetherius, uh, who uh, was from the planet Venus. Now, before before some of your listeners like start gawking and laughing, um, let me, uh, you know, one thing that uh, we need to understand is first of all, you know, there are in the Hindu, in the Hindu religions and in mm -hmm. the Buddhist religions, there's, there's, there's talks of, and even in, even in the Bible, you know, uh, they talk about many mansions. And uh, so, um, you know, most most people don't even know what happens when we die. 
they don't even know the transition from the physical realm to the other realms and and what dr king said that the uh, that when we die there are uh, six uh, realms uh, of vibration above us and uh, four realms of vibration below us mm-hmm. uh, and so we go to one of these realms and then stay there for a while and then come back and reincarnate so um you know most of us don't even realize that there that uh, there are other realms of the dimensions of existence that are around planet earth never mind other other planets and so um in regards to life on on other planets uh yeah i would i would agree with the scientists that the possibility of uh, the physical possibility of life on say mars and venus and uh, saturn and jupiter is probably not Im- not probable however the higher beings that reside on these planets uh, they live on uh, levels of frequency which are much uh, higher and can only be uh, achieved by like say a yogi master projecting to these planets mm-hmm. where they can go to these higher realms and so what dr king said was that uh, the beings that reside on these planets and there's life in on every planet on this solar system not on not on too much on the physical realm but on these higher realms maybe like level 5 or 6 mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think that's definitely like i mean i think like, everything in a way is alive and has its own consciousness anyway so it's, it's certainly for me is that definitely not outside the realm of possibility and that's the thing which i want your listeners to understand is is to uh not take my word for it and to uh keep you know just like i did and a lot of people do is is to do their own research and uh, i'm sure you've done your own research in 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 for you to even you know make that statement um because um you know one thing that the that the beings on these higher realms i i re, i refer to them as cosmic masters mm-hmm. um i don't refer to them as aliens and little green men and whatever um that's um, that's something that the media has put forward as a as a form of sensationalism and um you know i'll go further into the, into what these what these beings uh, actually look like on these higher realms but um um coming back to what what they're trying to uh, teach mankind at this time is the uh, universal truth of reincarnation and if that truth uh is told to 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 the to the people of earth right now one thing that would that would really help is that people would would think twice before they before they bombed another country or before they killed another person realizing that you know this person or he she could have been a, a, a father or a daughter or a brother in a previous life and right. so um i i actually used to have a, a a buddhist meditation teacher and she would always say um remember before you judge because you were either were that person or will be that person <laughs> exactly exactly and so um that universal truth i think is very important right now uh to 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 enlighten mankind because it's used in the east but um and it's used and it's 
it's still kind of ignored in a way because people are not really um, uh, there's a lot of um, there's a th- lot of thought behind well you know you, you're born such and such well maybe you deserve it your karma but that's that's all rubbish because again yeah so maybe somebody is born a cripple or somebody is born blind but it's also our duty in the Aquarian age uh, to raise that person up and the only way for us to evolve in these days is not not only not to go into um, into solitude and try to raise our own vibrations, but to raise our vibrations and at the same time be amongst uh, humanity and help raise their vibrations and help the sick, help the poor, help the blind. And, you know, um, what the master Aetherius, uh, one of the, one of the things that he told uh, throughout, throughout, through Dr. King was that, the next revolution uh, will be a, a mental revolution, um, a mental revolution where, you know, the, the minds of people have to turn towards uh, spirituality, not mm. so much religion, but spirituality and, and helping each other. Well, that's why I started this podcast. <laughs> well, it's a great, it's, it's a great avenue. Uh, that you that you have uh, such a med- you know um, uh, a medium of airways because um, you look at you look at the airways right now again you know it's it's just poisoned uh, with ideology and hate and you go to Facebook and you know everybody's at each other's throats so uh, a medium like yours is important uh, to let the so-called minority. Uh, let the majority know that you know the the universal truths have to come forward now in these days, and there isn't time anymore to just uh, have the status quo. I, I agree. I think uh, I think it's now becoming very clear that what we've been doing for uh, the last two thousand years is reaching has, has really just run amok, and now it's just is at a point where it can't go any further needs to change absolutely and um i was going to tell you uh you know the reason why we're in in the position that we are in yes and again um uh one thing um you know i'll I'll take you back forget 2000 years i'll take you back 18 million years um one thing that uh, my yogi master dr king uh, and and most yogi masters they they have tremendous power once they raise you know the power of kundalini up to higher psychic centers they have a tremendous power they can levitate they can go through walls they have tremendous uh, healing capabilities and uh, one thing uh, the um, the yogi masters such as mine could do is that he could look at your aura and uh, and. And in the aura is imprinted, um, um, looking at your aura psychically, in the aura is imprinted a, a complete history of your past and uh, your present. And uh, a yogi master can generally tell, look at your aura and then tell, you know, your future as well. And he looked at my aura once and validated uh, uh, a past life that was in, that I was in, uh, which I had reminiscences of when I was uh, when I was a child. And a lot of people um, in the early age and, you know, um, 
I, uh, I don't have to tell you about reincarnation, but a lot, but uh, it, people do research on YouTube. They'll, they'll find a lot of people in the early age uh, recollect uh, their past lives, or they, they remember certain aspects of their right. past lives, and the and the you know and, and there was a there's been many cases of uh, people remembering their past lives. There was a there's a case of this young boy who remembered you know uh, being killed in a in an aircraft and turned out that he was a pilot, World War II pilot, and he even remembered some of his comrades, the the uh, the place that he was uh, stationed, and his his parents took him back, took him there, and uh, and he recalled the names of all the people that he knew. So, you know, um, that that was just one aspect of. Of, of the proof of reincarnation. So anyway, coming back to uh, the yogi master looking at at your aura on on a on a more global scale, um, the, the the planet, the Mother Earth, or any other planet, any any um, any being, can, uh, he had the ability to project from his physical body and in a state of super consciousness. And around around the planet itself, the, each planet has their own aura. And he was able to study the uh, the aura of uh, Mother Earth, and and again, there's uh, you've probably heard this, but um, people refer to the to these as the Akashic records. Mm-hmm. And um, what he did in this state of superconscious uh, projection was he was able to uh, read the Akashic records uh, of the Earth. And um, uh, one thing that my uh, uh, yogi master uh, did before he went on any platform, before he talked, before anybody, that he he oh he made a solemn uh, declaration before his uh, creator, before his God, that he would speak the truth. And one of his um, the main aspects of his teachings was that if you want to uh, seek tr- truth, then you have to speak truth. And so uh, everything that he that he would say was based on on truth uh, and so it, it cost him a lot at one point people left him because he was unpopular by saying the truth mm-hmm. but he stood by that and so uh, um, he wrote a, a, a an amazing book um, that's published by his organization the Ethereum Society uh, called the nine freedoms and uh, the nine freedoms is uh, is was channeled through him and it's a series of teachings which uh, which uh, um, which show mankind uh, the um, direction that they need to go through in order to evolve uh, from the earth. But at the beginning of the book, uh, he he put uh, you can you can get the nine freedoms from Amazon if any 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 of your listeners are interested. But at the beginning of the book. He published uh, the true history of of mankind, and so um, um, I'll, I'll I'll go through it and feel free to interject if you have any questions, Gary. But uh, eighteen million years ago, um, we as a race uh, lived on another planet uh, that orbited between um, Jupiter and Mars, and that planet was called Maldek, mm-hmm. and so. Um, this revelation again is new, but very ancient, and it's it's been known by very ancient uh, beings. But uh, eighty million years ago, this planet Maldek that we lived that we lived on was um, 
was inhabited by by us. Um, Dr. King said that the the the, the, the civilization was highly uh, technically advanced. That robots took care of all the menial tasks. Uh, we um, there was abundance of food. We could control the weather, and basically we lived in utopia. And then you know, the Bible talks about uh, Adam and Eve and and the fall from the Garden of Eden. And uh, even though that's just a kind of a fairy tale, it's 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 a truth that people need to realize that what happened on Maldek was there were certain scientists that um, for some reason they got a lust for power and they invented um, an hydrogen bomb, which was which Dr. King said was like ten thousand times greater power than that of um, uh, of the bomb that that currently um, Earth scientists have. And they did the most horrendous thing possible. And in their lust for power and greed, they exploded this hydrogen bomb and, and blew up the, the planet Maldek. Mm -hmm. And so all that's left of our former home. And so, again, th this universal truth has not been really understood or revealed to the masses right. as yet but we are actually all of us are actually extraterrestrials we are not from earth right and so, so what so one of the things that, that you just made me think of is that there seems to be evidence here on earth that that nuclear weapons were used here of you know like something like two hundred and fifty thousand years ago uh, absolutely correct. Um, what happened was um, we, uh, uh, after we destroyed uh, the planet Maldek, we were released on our, you know, different uh, levels of existence. But we were in a kind of a limbo, and we had we had to reincarnate, but we could not reincarnate on Maldek, which was now the asteroid belt. And so uh, the cosmic hierarchy of this solar system. Um, you know, convened and and different planets were thought about, but Mother Earth was the only planet that could that was possible at that particular time. It was uh, uh, inhabited by a race called Adamic Man, and Adamic Man agreed to allow. Well, the Mother Earth agreed to allow uh, the murder murderers of Maldek, which we 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 all were because we you know one one thing that one person does affects the whole so we're all responsible and so um so 18 million years ago uh the mother earth took pity and decided to allow mankind to reincarnate a plant <clears throat> uh planet earth and adamic man for a while took care of these radioactive mutants and over thousands of years of evolution um mankind came into some semblance and the uh the civilization of lemuria uh flourished and lemuria was a highly much better civilization than it is now and like you said <clears throat> uh, again there was a uh, um fractions of division and lemuria actually uh was destroyed by atomic war um, so um, 
after the destruction of Lemuria, again, mankind was kept reincarnating in, on and off a you know, radioactive world. And then later on, uh, the, um, the civilization of Atlantis uh, flourished. And again, in its heyday, it was, you know, there was, it was a much finer culture than we have today. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, this lust for power, we're just a weird race. We just, we just like to destroy ourselves. And then one side, what Dr. King said, one side made um, uh, an atomic bomb called the Brahma weapon. Another side made a, a controllable atomic ray called Indra's dart. Mm-hmm. And then down fell Atlantis. Um, and so, you know, people are realizing the ancient civilizations uh, were here. And like you said, they did fall uh, through atomic war. So, you know, atomic energy has been used three times by mankind and it's been used in, in a destructive manner. And now, uh, coming back to this age, again, the, the power of the, of the atom has been unleashed. And again, mankind uh, stands on the brink of disaster. Uh, either, either he changes or he's going to be asked to leave. And um, yeah, that's 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 absolutely right. We are um, I, historians. You know, they they're not telling the truth, or, or either they know the truth, and they don't want the masses to know the truth. So, coming from a yogi master, much advanced than any historian who actually saw the history unfold in maybe three dimensional mode. Um, which other yogi masters have also seen, but he, but our, my master actually published the true history, mm-hmm. and that's 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 the history of, of Earth. And so you know we're a we're a we're a real real weird bunch. We we no I, I, that's probably why the, these extraterrestrials don't land openly because we're they they re, <laughs> they regard us as a, a very savage warlike race. Don't you agree? I would have to. I'd have to even wonder why they would even put up with us. Um, that's a good question. Um, I think they have uh, they have a, a compassion and spiritual. See, you know, they have. A, I, I think not only are they evolved technologically. Um, you know, I mean, they can bring spacecraft around the planet, and they can, you know, travel faster than. The speed of light. I mean, uh, the master was on TV once uh, on the BBC, and and they asked him, "Well, you know, how long would it take for us, a flying saucer, say from Venus to come to Earth?" And he said, "If they were pushed, about two point five seconds." You know, mm-hmm. that's the kind of uh, technology that they have, and so the majority of people, when it comes to the UFO um, uh, movement. They're, they're interested in the tech, technological aspect of it, but what they don't want to push and the agenda, which which uh, Dr. King uh, wanted to reveal to the to to the majority of mankind, is that these beings are also very very spiritually advanced beings, and um, some of them have actually come to Earth and. Uh, have been treated very badly. Um, it was told uh, by the by the um, information through Dr. King as a channel mm-hmm. for the cosmic masters that the, the the Lord Krishna was an interplanetary being, 
uh, that came from the planet Saturn, and that um, uh, the Lord Buddha was an interplanetary being that was that came from the planet Venus. Uh, it was said that when the Lord Buddha was born, there were there was five disc-shaped uh, objects above the temple where he was born, and then when he died, there were there there was five disc-shaped dis objects above where he passed away, and uh, another. Uh, interplanetary being uh, that was mentioned uh, by the cosmic masters, of course, uh, the Lord Jesus. And uh, he also uh, was uh, from the planet Venus. In fact, in the Bible, uh, he stated that, you know, uh, he was from uh, the house of David, from the bright and morning shining star. Now, what is the bright and morning shining star? Of course, Venus. it's the planet, mm -hmm. planet Venus. And so the star of Bethlehem was actually not a star. I mean, astrologic, you know, if you look at astronomy, you can't expect a star to hover, to guide the three wise men over a stable and hover there. Uh, the star of Bethlehem was actually a flying saucer or a, a spacecraft mm -hmm. that was brought in to herald uh, I, I believe it, it was brought by a tribunal from from the planet Saturn to herald uh, the virgin birth of of um, uh, Jesus on, onto onto the physical realm. I guess there was a particular manipulation that had to be done. Ha have you ever heard of Val Valiant Thor? Uh, yeah, I heard of Valiant Thor. Uh, that was um, uh, he was a. Uh, uh, I think, um, yeah, I, I've heard, I've heard the name. Because um, he had claimed to be come come from the planet Venus, also, and had the pretty much like same message. Like you know, he's like, "You guys got to stop with the atomic bomb, so <laughs> you're gonna wipe yourself out." Well, the thing is, um, you know, how many people listen to the to the t how many people today? adhere to the teachings of the Lord Krishna, how many people really adhere to the teachings of the Lord Buddha? And okay. let's face it, how many Christians really adhere to thou shalt not kill? It <laughs> <laughs> was a very good point. You know, so the hypocrisy of religion, you know, is 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 that the teachings themselves are all universal, the, the teachings of Lord Krishna and the Lord Buddha and, you know, and, uh, um, you know, the Lord Jesus, I mean, they're all the same. They, they all talk about, you know, being in peace, living, living with each other. And yet we don't, we don't listen to that. So, um, you know, but what's, what's happened now is that, um, things have reached critical mass and, um, either we change or we leave and, and I want to point out to you that um, that in 1964, uh, the cosmic masters came together, and uh, actually it was July the 8th of 1964, uh, and they came together around Mother Earth, and they channeled. It was called the primary initiation of Earthwards, where the Mother Earth received tremendous amount of spiritual. She received her initiation. Where, she, where a tremendous amount of spiritual energy were were put through uh, these uh, cosmic masters, 
and she is now um, storing this this energy. And every year, um, she slowly because if she was suddenly to release these energies, mankind would perish. So slowly, every year, she's re she's releasing these energies. And so, what's happening now? And again, people are not talking. They talk about climate change as you know, as a as a terrestrial. Um, problem in in regards to carbon emission and pollution but that's not that's just a small aspect of it one of the main aspects of this uh, this release of energy is that the seasons are slowly changing and so uh, one thing that's happening is the ice caps are melting there will eventually be um uh border on on on, on different countries down the road and so the 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 ionosphere is gradually being taken down as part of the initiation and so the cosmic rays that were that were being held up to protect mankind are slowly are slowly fil being filtered through and so um these things were talked about way before um people talked about the climate change recently back in the 1950s when the cosmic master said that yeah because of her initiation um people will there will be change in the weather and so this gradual change in the weather uh, is occurring and uh, and people can't stop that and so what what the cosmic masters are saying that look either you conform now because the mother earth is raising her vibrations you will either have to conform uh, to this rise of vibration or if you don't conform to it then uh, you will not might uh, you will be taken uh, to another planet uh, in the solar system. This planet, the scientists refer it to as Planet X. It's uh, it follows the same uh, orbit of of of, uh, of the Earth, but it's on Is the other side. Nibiru. I don't know if it's if it's Nibiru, but they refer it to as Planet X. Okay. Then they know that there is a planet, another planet in the solar system. They can't see it. But their mathematical calculations know that it, it exists, but it's on the other side uh, of, of you know where the Earth orbits, so it can't be seen by us. But it, it is there, and what the cosmic masses are saying that either we change now, you know, the endless wars, the the political and the the greed and and all the terrible things that are going on, or we will be taken uh, by death. Uh, to this other planet and then so only those people on on earth who are willing to raise their vibrations who are willing to uh, to be of service and to help mankind and help mother earth will be allowed to stay hmm. um, so what would it be like on the other planet well what dr king said was that um um, you know, there was a book that he wrote um, in the 60s called You Are Responsible. And he didn't say that we, we you know, that uh, that they are responsible. He said you are responsible. So from a, from a karmic point of view, he's, he was pretty much saying that, you know, we as a, as, as a race on a collective scale, we're all responsible uh, for the conditions. We can't say well it's the chinese or it's the russians it's the american we can't say it's this political party or it's this religion um because the cosmic masses they they look 
upon um, us, not, not as different races, different religions. They just look at mankind as one because, you know, in the beginning, we were all part of the same uh, divine entity that created us in the first place. And we're just manifestations of this divine entity. And in regards to your question, uh, what are the conditions? Uh, it, it will be, it's a younger primitive planet. So um, I don't know, mankind may have to regress back to the cave, you know, became becoming a caveman again and starting all over again. And, you know, he, wow. he, he won't be, he won't be in, in the, uh, that's what happened to the, to, to us when we were, when we came from Maldek, we didn't, we didn't suddenly became, you know, we, we had to start up like on the stone age level and make our way up. And that's exactly what's going to happen uh, to the people who are, who are taken to this, uh, to this other planet. It's amazing that they're so benevolent towards us and keep rescuing us like that. You know, um, I don't understand that. And uh, in one of the transmissions, um, the master theorist was was said that you know um, that they that some people on like people like you they said that some people don't understand why the people from the other planets uh, care about the backward people of, of Earth and and basically what he said is that you know that they, they, they really care for us they they have a, a great love and regard for us which is which is above the thinking of of the way we think towards each other um i think it's like it's like um older parents looking at their um you know um their erring uh, children i think this is that kind of compassion that they have hmm. or, or it could be too you know like i mentioned earlier like you know, I, I, my own personal belief is that everything is sort of alive with its own consciousness and everything also is inter, is connected and everything's interconnected. So, so maybe we play some kind of role um, where if, if our existence is wiped out, it's going to throw off some type of universal balance. Uh, I, I totally agree with you, Gary, on that because uh, they've mentioned that that uh, we're one family, that the solar system is one family. And, um, you know, um, that they may, you know, they may be on a higher scale of evolution than we are, but we're still, we're still part of that same family. And after the destruction of, of Maldak in the solar system, it caused a tremendous amount of, um, you know, desertion and, it, and, and disruption within, you know, the magnetic aura of the solar system mm -hmm. and one thing that they that they have decreed um the, the cosmic masters is that the mankind will not be allowed to destroy this planet mother earth and if he does try to destroy uh, they will they will even if it's by force they mm -hmm. will they will take uh action against mankind he, he's still allowed to kill each, kill himself because right. you know he's allowed to do that but he will not be able to destroy this planet. I've heard that before in some of my other interviews from other people that have communicated with various uh, alien entities, such as like Syrians and Pleiadians. And I've heard that same thing before. 
yeah, I mean, the people, uh, you know, the, this message is being is being being thrown out. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, again, we have not treated this this uh, our earth very well over this. You know, the million years that we've been here, we we pretty much raped raped her and and just taken 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 and we haven't really given back we haven't appreciated that this is actually she's a you know dr king once said he said he said the most he said the most holiest being the most uh, sacred the most highly evolved being you will ever touch in all in you know many lives that that you have or will have is the ground beneath your feet you know, so we are actually living, living with a beautiful spiritual goddess called Mother Earth, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we've incurred a lot of karma by, by disrespecting and and you know polluting her and and you know tearing uh, her um, um, her body with you know wounds, and uh, she's she's put up with us as well. So on a higher scale from the cosmic masters, we have this beautiful uh, planetary goddess called Mother Earth, who for the last 18 million years has, has suffered tremendous limitation and suffering herself in order to put up with us. I mean, again, that's something I don't understand, you know, compassion on that kind of cosmic level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, so um, is there any way that uh that we could redeem ourselves and fix what we have done and not have to have them intervene well let's let's hope they won't have to intervene if it comes to the destruction of, of planet earth and if they do then again you know the majority of people will be forced to go to the other planet um there's there's you know um Back in the seventies, when they had the oil crisis, and there was a shortage of oil, which was man-made anyway. At that time, um, uh, Dr. King said that uh, he said there's only one energy crisis on planet Earth today, and that's the spiritual energy crisis. And if you resolve this crisis, then all other crises between even countries, even in your personal life will be uh, resolved. And so, you know, people take care of their physical bodies and, uh, you know, they're, they're into the physical bodies. Uh, they do nutrition and exercise and whatever. But what people need to understand is that our physical body is the least aspect of us. We're actually spiritual beings inhabiting a physical body. And so, you know, they talk about physical famine on earth, which is terrible, but there's another famine uh, that's even more critical, and that's a spiritual famine. And we're not, you know, our, our natural uh, being of spiritual beings is to uh, channel this spiritual energy, prana, or higher force, or love that comes from the solar system, from the, from from the from the sun, is to channel this energy and send it out. And not many people uh, are doing that. Um, uh, one thing that um, uh, the Dr. King did actually channel uh, the, the, the Master Jesus. And uh, 
and there was a lot of recordings uh through, you know the voice of course is 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 the uh the voice of of dr king but the chant but the well he channeled the voice of, of jesus and one of the one of the teachings that came through uh, was um, uh, a book called The Twelve Blessings. And in there, the Master Jesus uh, did a certain set of teachings which, which mankind use. Um, the Twelve Blessings are available um, through Amazon or through, or through the organization of Dr. King, the Ethereum Society. And these are a set of teachings that we can use that can channel energy out and so what the cosmic masters are saying is that um is that we we have to open up our hearts we have to open up our minds and we need to start channeling this uh, spiritual energy because that's the only that's the only thing that's going to resolve like you said uh, the situation that's going on right now so so what how do we do that do we do we start practicing meditation, um, prayer. And then if we do start doing that, are there certain ones that will be more effective than others? Like, like for example, like me, I, I tend to just practice like a, a regular Buddhist meditation of like, like Shamatha Vipassana type of mm -hmm. meditation. And, and sometimes too, I'll also do like a, like a, like a chakra meditation too. If right. I feel kind of, I don't know, blocked or off or whatever. And, and, and those kind of, those work for me. Um, but, I mean, and, you know, and then obviously we got like, you know, most of the population here in America, they don't even meditate. No, and uh, meditation is very important. Um, you know, um Meditation is, is, is listening to the inner voice, listening to the intuition, uh, listening to the divine. Uh, meditation is, is, in, is, in, is incredibly important in this world. And then the higher forms of meditation, you know, lead you to the point of, you know, where you can raise Kundalini and achieves tremendous amount of, uh, um, you know, um, mystic uh, revelations. And but the thing that's uh, important, and like I say, meditation is important. But the thing that's important now is that um, you know throughout the centuries, the the science of prayer has really not been understood. It's just been like an airy fairy kind of stipulation that you know either it, it works or it doesn't. And some people have seen miracles. But what Dr. King said that prayer is actually a science, um, just as any other science, and what we can do is we can channel this prayer energy out to the world. Um, doesn't matter what religion we are. We, we, we can even be an atheist. And one thing that they, that we can do to help uh, the current crisis that we have going on right now is to send out this prayer energy. And one of the best effective ways is like you said, you know, we have, we have an aura, we have psychic centers uh, in our body and, uh, one one way that we could effectively do prayer is that we um, is that we raise raise our hands in what's called the prayer mudra, where we have psychic senses in the palms of our hands, and then uh, we can all, all we have to do is think of a white light, which is the pranic energy of love, and we just have to visualize that coming down uh, from space. 
and coming down and you know uh, charging the brain see the see the white energy coming down over the shoulders and then pumping this or sending this energy out through the heart center and through um, the 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 palms the uh, the chakras in the palms of the hand and and sending and sending it out i mean it's that simple and one way if people if people don't understand that we we actually have um um press we have uh online uh, uh prayer energy uh services that people can go on uh say using the practice of the 12 blessings and there's a there's a website that people can go to called 12blessings.org the number 12 being numerical as 12blessings.org so if they're not familiar with uh the concept of sending out uh prayer energy um there's there's people i it's actually on a daily basis there's people around the world from different countries i think like 50 plus countries people from there are joining in and sending out this this vital energy that's needed because um like i said that that is the only solution uh to the problem is this is this um bombarding the planet and and then offsetting because you know as you know thoughts are real just because you can't see thoughts just like electricity is real thoughts are just as real but just uh they just vibrate on a on a different level of frequency so if we're psychic we can see them but if we but they're still there just like wind we can feel it but we can't see it and so one way of offsetting the terrible hate uh energy that's been and the emotions of suffering and fear and depression is to send this white light out and i think gary i think i think our mindset as 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 terrestrials is that we like we're into things complicated and so something this simple <laughs> i think kind of goes over our head don't you think <laughs> yeah yeah, it does. It, some of the like what you're mentioning to me, like, um, like I've done practices. And I, I'm going to assume that you're probably familiar with things like Tong Len or like a meta type of practices, mm -hmm. and, and it's sort of like the same thing. You know, it's it's trying to channel positive energy either it's through the breath or through its through our thoughts towards other people. It, it's just trying to can you know bring about the, that positive energy and, and and cleanse that negative, like to transform it. Absolutely. Um, and another thing that your listeners would be interested to know is that is that throughout the year, uh, different times of the year, there's a there's what's called a spiritual push where the cosmic masters uh, come into orbit of the planet, and they they have these advanced craft that can actually um now this is technology beyond anything uh, terrestrial but there's one particular craft that they have it's called satellite number three um dr king actually visited this craft uh, in a projected form uh, back in the 50s um he, he writes a, a very de detailed description of this spacecraft that he visited uh in in the book the nine freedoms i believe it's about uh, a mile and a half long maybe two miles long it's kind of a, an egg-shaped craft um 
it's invisible to the human eye. They, they, their technology has allowed them to rotate the photons of light uh, around them. Uh, well, I, I think there's reasons for a cloak of invisibility primarily is because they, they probably don't want... Um, well, one thing uh, in the early 50s when, when the mass, when Dr. King was channeling this information, he, he would, which is another validation that he was a contactee, he would actually, um, he would actually, the cosmic masters would predict two to three weeks in advance uh, uh, sightings of their craft around different parts of the world, Australia, New Zealand, America, three weeks before they would be sighted. Mm -hmm. um, but they had to, which was again, validation that he was a true contactee, but they actually had to stop that because uh, when these uh, uh, sightings were being mentioned, uh, the military will scramble craft to go, go to attack them. Right. So, <laughs> you know that's the mentality of us we do anything we don't understand we try to attack and so i think they they keep that uh technical the the craft invisible probably to uh to ward off anybody like trying to throw a you know an atomic bomb or or something ridiculous that we would try to do to to try to destroy it and so um within this uh within this um a spacecraft uh the one of the one of the messages that came through was was um, the controller of this particular spacecraft was a cosmic being by the by the name of mars sector six mm -hmm. which is probably just a technical name um and and another thing your your listeners need to understand is dr king described this being some of the beings on these on these craft as about seven foot tall uh, wearing a one-piece uh, suit, um, humanoid, uh, with hair flowing down to their uh, shoulders and you know, uh, beautiful faces, men and women. So, this, again, this concept of little green men with bug eyes has to be thrown away. I think, um, I think there are probably little green men with bug eyes, but, you know... Um, uh, but it's not in, in regards to the solar system. The majority of these cosmic masters are actually humanoid, again living on a on a higher plane of existence, and very beautiful and very spiritual beings. So coming back to uh, satellite number three, um, the information that Dr. King received was that um, on this spacecraft, and this is really mind blowing, is that they have a complete a dossier of every live stream uh on planet earth uh including you know animals plants rocks humanoids they have a complete record of every single live stream on this planet that resided in the past that is residing now and that will reside in, into the future so the technology behind that is just mind-blogging the, the the computer systems the technology that they use is just absolutely something that even even the best terrestrial scientists will not be able to understand because they're millions of years advanced than we are, and so they can they can pinpoint any live stream on the planet when they're in their in this magnetization period, and send a, a beam of spiritual energy, 
uh, to that person. They could pick a, a person, say, in a crowd of, you know, 100,000. And if that person just uh, thinks of, of drawing in that energy, their, their instrumentation will send it, or they could send it to a million people at the same time. And if your listeners think, well, this is really science fiction, I mean, just on a terrestrial uh, technological point of view, we have basic techni um, terrestrial technology right now that can, with, with a GPS uh, positioning satellite, that can pinpoint anybody on the world with a cell phone. Right. So if, if that's possible on a terrestrial level now, then if you look at it on a cosmic level, uh, with their system is that they can, that anybody, anybody with this, with the speed of thought and it, and it said that the speed of thought in free space is, mm -hmm. is, is, has been calculated to be like 4 million times the speed of light. So we can actually contact uh, the cosmic masters uh, during this, um, during this magnetization period and, and they can enhance the spiritual energy coming, th going through us. So that's another way that they're helping us. And, um, um, I, I think it's fantastic. I think it's, I think it's a great, I think it's, it's, it's a ray of hope, which I don't think any, anything on earth has given us the answer. Like you said, the politics or the corporations or the religions, they, they haven't given us this answer. The, the answer is not looking on our iPhones down, but looking up to space mm. and getting the answers from beings who are greater greater than us technology, but, but just love us as, as very highly spiritual beings. Right. Uh, and I think it would also be helpful if we just learn to control our minds rather than letting our minds control us. Yeah, the, the Buddhists talk about the monkey brain. Mm -hmm. You know, the uh, our thoughts are all over the place. And, uh, to, and again, that goes back into getting into meditation and like you said control our thoughts um one thing that we that will that will be instantaneous if we start controlling our mind and controlling the direction of our energies is that we could we we can like we used to do on maldek we could actually control the weather the um these uh, emotional thoughts that that we channel through you know of hate and greed and envy and and all that go out to the uh, the spirits of nature that control the weather, and so um, things like hurricanes and famine and earthquakes, we are all responsible for that. So, like you said, if we start controlling our thoughts, we can send positive energy not only to the to the to mankind, but we can also send it to the uh, the nature spirits or the divas that control the weather, that control the uh, environment, and and you know, we, we, hurricanes and, and cyclones would, would, would never would never exist. So that's another thing that the the media uh, eventually, you know, nobody in the media has talked about the cause of weather conditionings, and it's us. And so, um, you know, like like they had these terrible fires in Australia and California yeah. uh, in nineteen nineteen. Uh, 2019 mm -hmm. and if the me there was one there was one person um who was running running for democratic president marianne williamson i'm sure you've heard of her and she came out with 
you know, there was a hurricane coming in from Florida into Florida. And she's the only one that said, you know, people need to pray and send energy to that. And everybody started making fun of her. And so she had to delete that tweet. But mm. she was the only one running for office that understood that this is what needed to do, needed to be done. It's really interesting that you bring that up because where I live, I live on, in, on the Gulf Coast in Alabama, and we got hit four times this year with hurricanes. Wow. And I had interviewed um, somebody from New Orleans who's, really really familiar with like the uh the voodoo and hoodoo culture over there yeah and he says one of the things that they do over in new orleans is they basically try to put a spiritual shield around the city now ever since katrina to try to block the hurricanes and um uh, but i guess now the negativity is maybe getting too too much even for whatever they can shield it against well it has to be has to be um you know that's that's a good that's a good start in fact there was these terrible um weather conditions this year i think in south america and there was video of, of people getting on their knees and praying to god uh and sending and sending out light to to help offset the uh uh, the the cyclone that was coming into South America, and it does work. I mean, uh, uh, the Native American in, Indians they they have um, rituals like yeah, rain like dances, dance, yeah. And so, I mean, they all they what they're doing with their rain dance is they invoking spiritual energy, and uh, they know how to do it, and they invoke it and send it to the, uh, the to the divas of the rain, and they create rain. And so this is this is not anything unnatural. This is actually natural. It's just that we've we've uh, we've strayed away from this natural ability within us to do that. Hmm. And so on a mass scale, with those terrible fires, that it was just hor horrific and heartbreaking to see, you know, these houses and these poor animals. And you know, if the media would 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 have gone on and said everybody raise their hands everybody tune in everybody send out energy to the to the uh, divas of the fire uh, those fires could have fizzled out if a million couple of million people had sent energies to that wouldn't you agree yes i agree totally um what are the nine freedoms uh the nine freedoms uh are are a set of teachings which um, pretty much show the uh, outline, the even the pattern of evolution that we we as a race uh, have to take in order to evolve. Um, what what Dr. King said that you know people people question um, why uh, why we're here on this planet, and uh, there's many answers and philosophies. And he said, he said, there's there's only one reason uh, why we're here on this planet. He says, not two. He says, there's only one reason why we're here on this planet, and that's to uh, raise the mystical fire of Kundalini uh, from the lower centers uh, onto the higher centers, and to gain uh, uh, a state of enlightenment or cosmic conscious to the point where we 
where, where we can ascend and and we won't have to uh be part of the uh you know the reincarnation cycle that we are what we are in right now and as you know over the million years we've been here there's been you know hundreds and thousands of incarnations that we've gone through to learn the experience given in this classroom called earth and so what dr king said is that's the only reason that we're here is to raise kundalini and and to evolve and to the point where we can uh reach a state what's called ascension and what the nine freedoms uh shows uh is that the evolutionary scale that what we have to do and uh the first freedom uh is bravery where we have to be brave to to overcome our fears and to look in and delve within us the second freedom is love uh where we have to dispense love through through bravery the third freedom is service where we have to serve in a practical way where love you know loving it which is service is, is love in action and if we do the bravery the love and the service eventually we come to the fourth freedom which is enlightenment we become enlightened beings and from there we continue that and again this is over you know thousands hundreds of lives of experience this is not something that happens in just one life and from there uh, we can go into a state which is called cosmic consciousness which mm. people like the buddha and uh, other people out say a lot of the uh, enlightened masters were able to do was reach this state of cosmic consciousness and once we've achieved that again over a period of maybe thousands of lives we will eventually reach a state of ascension uh which is the sixth freedom and then from there the seventh freedom is interplanetary existence where we'll be free from um the limits of of earth and be able to travel to the stars and from in, interplanetary existence the the uh, eighth freedom is saturnian existence mm -hmm. and from saturnian existence to the ninth freedom which is older existence so that's the basic concept of the nine freedoms and it's a book that that goes beyond you know the religious teachings of the world and even beyond the bhagavad gita and the upanishads and and all the, all the all the uh the religious teachings of the world this is something that's 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 way above them and so uh if people want to know what their true evolutionary cycle upon this planet is uh i would recommend that they that they get the nine freedoms and like i say you can get it from uh from amazon or dr king's uh organization yeah i just society. i just bookmarked it so i want to get it as soon as we're done with the interview i'll check it out um was yogananda an extended master yogananda was an extremely uh spiritual and the, my master had a tremendous amount of praise Uh, for him mm -hmm. um he achieved um uh, sri yukteswar was his master and that at, at one point he i think he tapped his forehead at one time yeah. and and he re, he he suddenly managed to raise his kundalini to the point where he could experience cosmic consciousness mm -hmm. um but it was a temporary thing 
but the master wanted to show him, you know, the possibilities of what yes. he could do. So, but I, I don't think he, I think he's still, I think he's still a terrestrial a master. He's not, I don't think he's a sentient master. Mm. I, I have to say auto, autobiography of a yogi is probably my favorite book. It's one of my favorite books. I, I read that when I was 16. I, it's, and and I, you know, it is one that I think I have to keep going back to because there's 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 a lot of hidden messages in in all the stories in there. Oh yeah, I mean uh, the the exploits of the saints of India mm -hmm. and uh, the achievements and and whatever and you know um, then the Lord Babaji. Speaking of the Lord Babaji, um, it's uh, you know when there's uh, there's uh there's people again behind the scenes and in, in in this situation the lord babaji is the head of what's called the spiritual hierarchy of earth and called or in, known in, in other words as the great white brotherhood mm -hmm. and these these are masters some of them are actually ascended masters who could actually uh leave this planet they don't have to stay here but they stay here to hold a karmic balance for mankind. And uh, the Lord Babaji is, is the uh, spiritual and political head of the spiritual hierarchy of earth. And, and you know, you talk about the movie, you know, uh, Wakanda and of secret civilizations. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all, that's all in somebody's imagination, but there, there, but there is, there, 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 there does exist a real life uh, Wakanda, which is behind the scenes, which people don't know about. But the 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 spiritual hierarchy of Earth, they have retreats between mount in mountains. Yeah. Uh, one of the mountains is uh, Mount Kilimanjaro uh, in Africa, which I got to climb uh, back in two thousand and six. Right. And um, uh, other retreats are like Mount Shasta, mm -hmm. um, the Grand Tetons, um, the Himalayas, um, the Andes. Uh, there's a one in, in called the Craig and chain, Ben McDoo in Scotland. Um, so, uh, Castle Peak, I'm not sure, but, um, these, these masters again, in their retreats, they have a tremendously advanced, uh, uh, equipment that they monitor, uh, mankind. And, and so they have, in, in the, these advanced scientific equipments that they have, they can monitor what's going on with every, not only spiritual or organization, but every, every organization, including organizations, you know, that are propounding hate. And so what they do is they, they don't openly come amongst mankind, but they're, without them, we would, we would perish because they, they're actually holding the karmic balance. If they were to leave, then the whole, because of our negative karma that we that we've we've incurred, there there would be calamity of, of a global scale, which would be unprecedented. So these people, these are advanced masters of, of the uh, Great White Brotherhood. The, the white being, you know, the energy of of light, not being mm -hmm. any particular race, um, are are actually protecting us as well as as the cosmic masters are of this solar system. I think you're probably aware of the. You've heard of the spiritual hierarchy of Earth. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you mentioned is, is the, the, the lost city. Uh, I mean, that, that is something that's been around forever. You know, like the idea of Shambhawa or the, uh, the lost city of gold in the Congo. Uh, Shambhala, um, yeah, the um, people talk about Shambhala. I'm not sure about the, the, the last city in the Congo, although Kilimanjaro could be mentioned because it's in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's been a, a, a lot of civilizations that were in between that were very advanced as well. Um, now, uh, Shambhala, uh, after the destruction of... Uh, of uh, Maldek, uh, Shambhala was actually uh, is actually a was created 18 million years ago as an etheric city uh, that that has a tight orbit around uh, over the Gobi Desert, and uh, at that time um, uh, the Sana Kamara from from Venus came and resided upon Shambhala to help, you know, to again, to bring a karmic balance to help help the race, this human race, and keep the karmic balance uh, for the human race to help them evolve. And then most recently, uh, I think the master, Dr. King, mentioned that, that the Sanat Kumara had to vacate after 18 million years ago. Mm-hmm. And the Kumara of Shambhala right now is actually the Lord Buddha. Who, who resides on Shambhala. So it's uh, an etheric city, uh, Shambhala, which, you know, um, it, it does exist. And it, it probably is, again, you'd have to, to visit it in a projected mm-hmm. form, but it, I'm sure it must be a beautiful, beautiful city with those kind of people in it. Yeah. And, uh, something else just came to mind is um, the, the belief in Amitabha. Where where people sort of go to a place, and where all the all that's required is is meditation to raise consciousness. Well, all is required is not. <laughs> if it was that easy, well, yeah, I think we, we I think we would all be uh, projecting um, the true form. See, meditation is misunderstood. Uh, in many ways, I think it's, I think meditation is really should be called uh, contemplation because true meditation, what Dr. King described, is actually you know raising the the, the Kundalini, uh, the primordial force that, that resides that you know through the three and a half coiled serpent of power that yeah. resides in the base base of this mind, mm-hmm. is to raise it fully, and to uh, to have it you know, with the control of the mind channeled through the, the sex center, the solar plexus center. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can raise Kundalini to the solar plexus center, then you, you, you're, you're able to project from the body yes. and then so, uh, raising I to, it. I used to practice uh, a type Kundalini yoga um, that was taught by Yogi Bhajan. Yeah. I know Yogi Bhajan. Yeah. In Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, Kundalini yoga is, um, um, you have to be very careful with Kundalini yoga because Dr. King said that if you practice Kundalini yoga and you make a mistake, if you suddenly raise Kundalini too early and you can't bring it down or control it, you could actually end up uh, as a cripple. Mm -hmm. 
or you could actually end up mad. So as so, what what he suggested was a, a natural way of of, uh, of raising kundalini without forcing it, mm-hmm. unless 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 you're on the unless you're under the supervision of a of an advanced yogi master. He said it wouldn't be advisable to do kundalini yoga and try to force it because you could it could cause the side effects could be bad if you didn't know how to mentally bring it down properly. So he said the natural way, and um, and it's mentioned also in the nine freedoms that the natural way in, in these days in the days of Aquarius is to raise it naturally uh, by the use of uh, love energy and service, which will actually raise the kundalini. It may it may be a longer period. Of raising the kundalini but it's a more safer way in these days hmm. and it's required and 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 you know the days of of going into retreats and trying to raise your consciousness it's those days those are old days now uh the days of of service uh in the mist i mean still still going within but but these are the days of service where we have to you know, serve in the noise and the pollution and the smell, and and the only way, another way of of evolving in ourselves, again, is to is to help another person evolve, because that's 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 the mentality that needs to be uh, thrown out right now is that we're all we're all connected and we can't we can't be even selfish enough, selfish to the point of our of trying to raise our own consciousness. And then you know, ignoring ignoring the cries of of you know, of of uh, you know, children in war and and people who are homeless. We can't we we can't ignore that and try to raise our consciousness. We have to think of them and send out the light. And the more we send out the light, uh, the more na- eventually naturally the Kundalini will rise to the point where we can gain enlightenment, cosmic consciousness. Consciousness. So what about I know for me, and I'm sure it's true for everybody, you know, if I'm going to do service, it's almost like I want to pick and choose who I want to help. You know, it's like, well, I'll help these people over here because I, I like them. But 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 these guys over here, no, nah, they're just a bunch of assholes. Exactly. And, and, and then I'm kind of really, I don't even know if that even would serve the purpose. It almost has to be completely altruistic when I th- to, for it to really be true service, wouldn't it? Well, I think you're being honest, and I, I, I feel the same way as well sometimes. I, I see what people do, and I don't really want to help them because they're so atrocious. But uh, Dr. King made himself unpopular back in the 60s when he went on the platform, and he, and he said, well, uh, by the way, the, the, the Chinese communists are just as close to you as your children. <laughs> yeah. And he, he didn't. And so, you know, in the book, I said, "Well, you know, we're just as close to uh, the terrorists uh, as we are to to our family." And you know, this is a concept which uh, a universal concept which people can't un- don't don't get unless they get into spirituality. But but we are our brother's keeper, and and uh, I think uh, in the Nine Freedoms it was mentioned that that the eventually over when we've gained certain enlightenment, we'll realize that the closest person. The, the that is to us is our enemy so uh again it comes back to the universal uh dr king said well you know if you if you murder somebody 
uh, you bring down uh, you bring down the whole human race mm-hmm. a particular level, and then if you help somebody, you raise the whole human race to a certain level. So um, uh, the, the Aquarian age, the the astrological pushing of the Aquarian age, and the Mother Earth raising her vibrations is is now forcing mankind to think, and I think COVID is an experience that that has made made us think again, because you know. Uh, before a lot of people kind of got on with their lives now, now a lot of people their lives are disruptive and they, it makes them think about about other people what other people are going through because of their own uh, suffering that they've that they've occurred through covid one thing that covid did help was a lot of the shelters got empty because a lot of people stayed home and they could they could rescue a lot of the uh, the cats and dogs so that was a, a positive thing about yeah. covid and so it, sometimes you need the lesson of suffering to understand the suffering of others. Mm-hmm. It, it, it reminds me sometimes that uh, um, our greatest teachers are our enemies. Yeah, well, look, boy, look, history repeats itself. Look at look at all the, the terrible wars and. Uh, dictatorships that have occurred and but the question is gary have we learned have we learned our lesson <laughs> i don't know i mean i think maybe some of us like, like for me i wouldn't even say i've learned my lesson i can say i can look at it objectively and understand it can i actually put it in my heart and practice it that that's really difficult to do as a human being well, I think um, you know we we on top of having a, a higher self, we also have a lower self, mm-hmm. and uh, our lower self always wants to bring us down to the level where you know we don't want to. We you know that's where the first freedom is bravery, where we have to you know get over our our own personal prejudices, our own fears, and and get onto a universal level and. I think just a daily spiritual maintenance is is required. You know, pranayama breathing, sending out energy doesn't have to be a thing that you know you do. Everybody has. We all have responsibilities in our lives, and people can't be sending out you know uh, power day and night. But on a collective scale, if we all you know got with like you do, go within, contemplate, meditate, uh, do our exercises, do our pranayama breathing exercises to raise our consciousness and then channel the energy Uh, like i said like the uh, 12 blessing services they're only half an hour and i join in them every day and and it it gives me this sense of purpose Mm -hmm. that i'm doing something for the world you know um we can't be in the war zone um my brother's a doctor He's, he's 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 out on the war zone in his clinic treating covid you know i can't do that but um, um, but one thing I can do, and then everybody can do, even in the comfort of the home, is to send out the light. And that's what the Cosmic Masters are saying, just send out the light, irrespective of what your beliefs are, yeah. irrespective of what your uh, discrimination and, and prejudices are, but send it out to everybody. Mm-hmm. I guess that's one of the pluses of having a podcast. Since I really don't have any control over who listens to it, it really is sort of a neutral medium. 
it just goes out there to everybody. Yeah, I think it's good because, as you know, the media is very controlled, and uh, it's you know it's very selective on what they sh- what they show. Um, they only show what's what maybe what the corporations or the government want them to show. But yeah, things like like your show and uh, other shows are, are a medium of 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 sending out. And and you know, I, the, the cosmic masters did say in a message that eventually the uh, uh, the uh, the medium, uh, you know, uh, maybe this is a start where these podcasts and little radio stations are coming up, where they where they're bypassing the mainstream media, and letting the light out and the truth out. And I think I think you're doing a great service by doing that. Thank you very much. Um, so before we wrap it up, uh, where can my listeners find you? Um. You can uh, let's see. Um, you could, I guess, you could email me. I, I don't, I don't have a website, but you could uh, email me at um, um, at the, at the e- I have a web email called Wajid, W A J I D, the number four, uh, G K, at gmail dot com. That's uh, W A J I D, the number four, G K at gmail.com so they could email me with any questions or whatever i'll be happy to do that um the book uh that i that i wrote uh came out in august it's called the struggle for world sanity and that's uh, available on uh, amazon under under my uh under my name wajid hassan all right. So what I'll do is I'll put your email address and I'll also post a link to the book on Amazon in the notes of this episode so uh, my listeners can get your book after listening to this and uh, check it out. And I'll probably also put a link in there too to uh, the nine freedoms as well since we've talked about it so much. Yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be really great. I think everybody should have a copy of the nine freedoms. Um, if you have the link, that'll be great. Yeah. And all right, fantastic. And uh, also, also again, you know, uh, if anybody wants to join in, they don't know how to send out the light, they can go to that website, twelve blessings dot org. The twelve be numerical. And uh, finally, there's another site if they want to learn more about Dr. King and and his teachings, mm-hmm. is his organization called the Ethereum Society, and that's. Uh, you can go to a e t h e r i u s ethereus dot o r g. That's his. Uh, that's his organization. Okay. Yeah, I'll put a link for that too in the notes. Well, I must say this was a very enlightening for me as well, Gary. Being on your show, I think I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Thank you. You have a really, really good message, right? You know. Yeah, I think something, especially now, is something that the world needs to hear. Absolutely. And there's a, there's a sense of urgency as well. This is not, oh, well, maybe I'll do this tomorrow. It's, it's, uh, it's, I think it's do or die. It's change or leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're correct. All right. Well, thank you for being on. And uh, hang on just one second. I'm going to play the outro. Thank you so much, Gary. Thank Real you. pleasure. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable on KGRA Radio. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or email him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs and other merchandise to support the costs of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of his page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. Oh yes, I almost forgot. You can buy his book, Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need, and it's on Amazon. It'll change your life, because remember, everything that exists was first imagined. Hey, if you loved what you listened to, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe.